Welcome to North Clay Baptist Church. I'm Pastor Brad. And just today we are going to continue in our devotional series of reading through the Bible in a year. Uh, <clears throat> today we're going to be in 2 Kings chapters 3 through 6. Chapter 3 opens and we read of the rebellion of Moab against Israel. Chapter 4 uh, opens with a story of the widow of one of the sons of the prophets. The story of the Shunammite woman helping Elisha by showing hospitality toward him. Elisha uh, raises the Shunammite woman's son from death. And then Elijah returns to Gilgal where a famine in the land and we read of the story of the poisonous stew that was cleansed with flour by Elisha. Chapter 5, we read of Naaman, a commander of the army of the Syrians, being healed from leprosy by dipping himself into the Jordan River seven times by the command of Elisha. We also read of the greedy deception of Gazi, Gehazi, a servant of the prophet Elijah. And then in chapter 6, we open with a story that appears out of place in uh, the current narrative of warring nations where we are told of the recovery of a lost axe head. And then the, uh, the Assyrians plot to capture Eli uh, the prophet Elijah. Uh, Assyrians siege of a famine-stricken Samaria. And Elisha's promise of food for Samaria. This morning we want to take a look at chapter 6, verses 24 through 31. And we read, Now it happened afterwards that Ben-Hadad, king of Aram, which is Assyria, gathered all his military camp and went up and besieged Samaria. Now there was a great famine in Samaria, and behold, they besieged it until the donkey's head was sold for eight shekels of silver and a fourth of a cab of dove's dung for five shekels of silver. As the king of Israel was passing by on the wall, a woman cried out to him, saying, Save my lord, O king. He said, If Yahweh does not save you, from where shall I save you? From the threshing floor or from the winepress? And the king said to her, What is the matter with you? And she said, This woman said to me, Give your son that we may eat him today, and we will eat my son tomorrow. So we boiled my son and ate him. And I said to her on the next day, Give your son that we may eat him. But she has hidden her son. Now it happened when the king heard the words of the woman, he tore his clothes. Now he was passing by on the wall. And the people looked, and behold, he had sackcloth beneath uh, on his body. Then he said, May God do so to me and more also, if the head of Elisha, the son of Shaphat, remains on him today. <clears throat> the continued disobedience of Israel uh, as we go through this narrative, um, uh, specifically now, um, the kingdom is well divided and it has been divided for years. And um, we see the judgment that is brought on the nation of Israel <clears throat> by its disobedience and its uh, evil kings that we read uh, again and again through this refrain throughout the entire book of 2 Kings. And it begins as well in, in, back in the first book of Kings where the kings of Israel did what was evil in the sight of Yahweh. So God's judgment we see here and um, the curses of the Sinai covenant envision this type of cannibalism. This story is a, one of the more horrific stories in the Bible of, of, of such famine uh, and such poverty that uh, we see women bargaining their sons to eat 
for them to stay alive. We see again throughout the narrative of Scripture that disobedience brings God's judgment. However, in the midst of judgment, God's mercy brings salvation. That is, as bad as things have gotten for um, uh, Israel because of their disobedience and, and them being cut off uh, from God's provision because of their disobedience, they are experiencing His judgment. But because we know, uh, again, that in the disobedience of them, two of the great prophets of Israel, uh, of the Old Testament, Elijah and then his successor Elijah, are sent to this disobedient people to speak to them on behalf of God. So um, he does not completely abandon them. They abandon Yahweh more than he has abandoned them. Yet he has cut them off, and because we know the end of the story, we know that as evil as these kings are, they are uh, at best antitypes of the great king to come, and that is the Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs>